Sometimes Heroes, Season 2, Episode 3. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, my name's Molly, and I play Eden, the noble human sorceress slash wizard S. Solid. Hello, my name is Eric, and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian. Hi, my name is Mark, and I play Gij, the human fighter paladin. My name is Winter, and I play the elf druid Sariel. Hi, my name is Amanda, and I play Galena, the dwarven bard. And last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys shrank to a very small size, you hung out with some mushrooms and a new shrew friend, Sinclair the Shrew, you discovered that Sariel is part spider, and then talked to an owl. Good times. And now you are walking away from the oldest owl's oak and find yourself facing another choice. Sinclair looks to all of you, wiggling his long nose, and says, So, uh, are we going to the farms, or are we going to the where the angry geese are? The farms. Try to remember which. The farms was where... The fly the... farms? Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, neither of them sound incredibly fantastic. Uh, one has spiders which are certainly not my favorite. And the other one has angry geese who have beaks that can hurt. But they're tame spiders. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I mean, my family doesn't have a farm anymore, but I still know a few who do. I mean, Helga's is pretty close to here. Then maybe that might be the better option for now. Who's Helga? She's my friend. Cool. I like to say she's my godmother, but she doesn't like it when I say that. Sounds like she really loves you. She does! Hooray! Is well, she a shrew too? No. What is she? She's a hedgehog. Oh! I want to meet Helga. Wait, what? Helga's a hedgehog. <laughs> ah! <laughs> New favorite character! This is some, like, what's her name? Beatrice Potter going on right here. <laughs> Let's go. To Helga's! I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. All I heard was hedgehog and nice. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually. Do we have any actual reason to go to? <laughs> I mean, you can't put a hedgehog right there and expect us not to go. But what breed of hedgehog? European, African pygmy, Indian? She's the kind that can't shoot her quills. That's all of them. Oh well, I don't know. She's like two inches taller than you. Oh well, I guess that doesn't really help me right now. Oh well, if we ever meet her, I will know when I see her. Said not Eden because she probably wouldn't care about that so what about you geesh sario uh well i mean it's kind of an obvious choice there's a farm where there's apparently not much danger and then there's an area where all the geese live so it uh it does seem like a no-brainer i, I like the spider farm personally i mean i don't but i feel like yeah <laughs> sario nods in agreement if we're going to go to the farm, Sario, I mean, I accept your choices, and I know that you're not actually a squirrel, but I think Helga won't like it that you're naked. Whoa, that got <laughs> so, weird. Wait, what? She's not Sorry. wearing any clothes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. Galena has a disguise kit. She's going to pull out some clothes for Sariel Squirrel. Okay. So what are you putting on Sariel Squirrel? I don't know. What, what do you feel like wearing? She looks at Sariel. Wait, you're saying Sinclair is wearing clothes? What is he wearing? Sinclair is wearing a scarf. Oh, well, I mean, that's mostly naked. These animals will have standards, Eden. <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems a little hypocritical. No, I know. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. It's the thought that counts. 
It shows that uh, we're civilized. Galena has a blue shawl that she wears when she's trying to look like a little bit more refined. That would look really nice on red fur. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Sariel. Sariel Squirrel has such an eye for for uh, <laughs> refinement here. <laughs> she throws it around her. Sariel would use her little squirrel paws to, to fasten the shawl around her throat. You look great! Let's go! Or did you have something to say, Geesh? Do we understand her when she's a squirrel? Yep. Okay. It appears to you that she is speaking, you know, perfect common, even though her mm. mouth doesn't sync up. Like, I'm guessing you all have seen Princess Mononoke? Yes. E, like, I imagine it being, like, how the wolves talked in that. Oh, yeah. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, okay. Now that Sariel is presentable, Sinclair begins to lead you along the shore of the pond, keeping to the underbrush. You're going to be traversing quite a distance. Do you want to leave it to Sinclair to lead you and just follow along, or do you guys want to try to do anything along the way? I mean, do you want to try and figure out a shortcut? It could be a shortcut. It could be, you know, people want to keep an eye out. People want to look for stuff. Uh, hmm. Do we know the names of his lieutenants? We don't, right? You know that one is referred to as the sheriff. So I'm sorry. It just, you'll have to uh, indulge me. Can you remind us really quickly what it was we knew about them? Because it's been two weeks since we last played. Last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys found out that the king who rules this pond was a cursed humanoid who was placed here by the Lord of Autumn and Twilight to rule over those things that hide underneath the leaves and muck. And you know that this king has two lieutenants, one that uses magic and is rarely seen, who apparently can be defeated by silence, the king who will eat anything and will be much easier to poison, and the sheriff, who apparently wields a mighty hammer, wears armor made of squirrel skin, and is obsessed with honor. Okay. Then I will say on the way there, I'm going to look around for poison. But for the most part, I'll just follow Sinclair. Okay. Anybody else? Sariel will keep an eye out for what she thinks might be potential threats. Just keep those little squirrely ears perked. Okay. You're going to be doing uh, perception. Delena will ask Sinclair, Sinclair, does uh, Helga have an oven? Can we bake in it? As you guys are walking, this is a pretty good action to do, is just pump Sinclair for more information. He looks to you, uh, no... None of us have any proper structures like that. The only place you can find them is in the castle and at the musty stump. Oh yeah, the musty stump. Okay, well, does does anyone know how to bake pie? Ah, uh, the proprietor of the musty stump? Greasy Sal? He can, he can make anything. What is Greasy Sal? Ah, uh, he's a... I think he's a gnome. Oh. Are gnomes our size? I think... He's kind of like you. I think I figured it out. You're not pixies. I think you got shrunk. Um, very wise man. Very yes. wise. True. That is a very astute observation. I am a dwarf. Which is weird, because the owl said you'd be pixies. Well, huh. um, I guess he wasn't too far off. He was speaking metaphorically. Maybe oh. the owl doesn't know everything. Yeah, maybe he's not so accurate. Oh, that'd be terrible. What if his answers are wrong? Hmm. Then we can't trust anything. Galena looks around shiftily. So does Sinclair. <laughs> so terrified. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to ask Sinclair? Um, I asked if he knows like anywhere where we can get some berries to bake pie. Uh, I'm sure you can find some if you look around. 
Okay, I'm gonna look around for berries. <laughs> okay. Uh, you spend most of your time talking to Sinclair, but somebody certainly can spend time to check over in other bushes and the like to look for berries. Sten well, will definitely, was... definitely look for berries. I was looking for poison. Should I just look for berries and poison? You're going to be specifically looking for poison, so... Okay. I feel like looking for berries and looking for poison could end badly. Like, oh, yeah. look, I found some nightshade berries and some blueberries. Oh, wait, wait. Actually, could I just use the poison that I currently have, James? Uh, Gij, roll an intelligence check. Just, uh... If I could use my poison that I have? Yeah, base intelligence. See how much you know. I rolled a 15 in intelligence. You look down at your poison and you think to yourself, dang... If only these had stayed th their normal size, I could totally kill anything our size with the amount of poison I have. One vial of it. But all mm. five vials of your poison right now would probably not be enough to kill or even significantly weaken a creature much larger than yourself. Okay. If it were to ingest it. Because it's not ingesting poison. It's like wounding. It's supposed to go into somebody's blood. Right, right, right. Okay, then I will just look for various poison berries or, or, or roots or leaves as we follow Sinclair. Okay, you'll be rolling a survival. Sten, you're looking for just normal berries? Just berries, yeah. Okay. Eden? Sariel? I mean, Sariel's looking around. Eden? I'm not sure. Do you want to help look for something? Or do you sure. want to try and ask Sinclair about these, these dudes we're going to go after? Or about the farms? Or about Helga? Get on these berries, man. These berries are good stuff. I mean, Sten's, what, what, Sten's got like a face full of berry. <laughs> what do we not know about the lieutenants? We know their weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. We don't. I don't think we know what they look like. Well, we know one wears squirrel armor, but we don't know what they actually are. You know that two of them are toads. Oh, okay. The king and the sheriff, at least. Mm -hmm. But we don't know the species of the other two. No, of the other one. Oh, I thought there were four. Nope, the king and two lieutenants. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I will bother Sinclair while they look for berries. Hey. So, hi. So just curious, have you heard about these uh, this king and his two lieutenants? Do you uh do you know what they might look like by any chance? Heard of them? I live with like their terror every day. Um the king, he has iron horns. He's a big spiky toad, and he's supposed to be really fat because he eats all of our food all day. And then anyone he doesn't like, he eats them too. And oh, that's awful. Yeah, isn't it? Is he slow if he's very big? Uh, people only really see him when they get called to the castle, so we never really see him move. He's always on his throne. Interesting. So what about the two lieutenants? What are they like? Uh, there's one who's magical. And they say he sees everything, but we never see him. Interesting. But uh, the, the, the sheriff, he, he comes around with his frog and newts and skinks, and they, they come and take our food and take it back to the, to the king. And he smushes anyone who, who doesn't give it to him. Wow, so he's been strong. Yeah, he's really big, and he has a big hammer. Oh, jeez. Wow. What is it made of? Uh, silvery metal stuff? Hmm. So we've got two toads and a question mark. A question mark who sees all, or so he says. What if the question mark is the owl? Oh, I hope not. It's probably not, but that'd be a cool twist, wouldn't it? 
It is now. <laughs> okay, so uh, everybody else make your rolls. Eric, give me a survival. Okay. Gij, give me a survival. And Sariel, give me a perception. I rolled an 8 in survival. Uh, Sten rolled a 14 in survival. Sariel rolled a 19 in perception. Go on. Can I say that Galena also looks for poison because she's she's got the medical skills? Good. I'm debating on it being a short enough journey that you guys only really had time to do one thing and you guys stayed with the group to uh, mm. pump this guy for information. Come on. <laughs> do you feel as though that is unfair? I feel like if it's on Galena's mind that they're going to have to poison someone, she would be looking around while she's talking for a toadstool or something. Okay. Give me a medicine at disadvantage. I got a 10. Okay. So... As you guys are traveling, Sten and Gige duck into the brush, not too far away to not see where you are, but every single time they see some berries or a toadstool or something like that, they run over and check and bring it back to Galena to say, you know, is this poisonous? Several times, Gige is hopeful that he has found something. And Gige, you actually find something very strange. You find a couple of sprigs and small shrubs that you look up into and you swear up and down that that should have nightshade berries on them very deadly stuff mm -hmm. but it looks as if someone has not just recently picked the berries but torn off whichever branch has the berries on them mm. you and sten once you realize that there's no poison just carry more berries for sten who brings back a couple armfuls of it and stuffs them into your backpack only a couple of them break, you know, getting berry juice on the inside of your backpacks, but it's a pretty successful haul. Does that take into account that I ate probably an embarrassing number of berries as well? The embarrassing number of berries was three. Ah. Because they're like oh, right. pumpkin-sized. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Gosh. This is fantastic. <laughs> what you're saying is we should do all our food shopping before we go back to normal size. Oh, for sure. Um... <laughs> Galena, you're able to tell that everything Gij and Sten brings back is good, but you see nothing overtly poisonous on your route. I say as much. Are all of these berries, are they small enough for all of us to carry comfortably, or are they the size of our torsos now? So many of the berries, Sten can carry like six with his arms out, but the rest of you can only comfortably carry like two. Oh, okay. So really, we only need, like, two berries to make a good pie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Although you are making it for something much larger than yourself, mm -hmm. so you mm -hmm. might need a couple more. But you've got plenty. You've got more than you can eat in a day, for sure. Sariel, as you are trucking along squirrel-style with your rad nude squirrel duds, you hear first along your trip something that sounds like a horn coming from across the water, just very faintly. And as you are looking that way, you see clouds and clouds of black rising from the water. And they seem to be generally headed your way. Sariel would point that out. Check that shit out. As you guys stop and look in the direction that Sariel is pointing, you do see some black clouds headed your way. And Sinclair says, oh, duck, they're coming. I hope the nets are up. Everybody get beneath a leaf or some dig a little hole. Sinclair immediately like digs a little hole into the ground, covers himself with dirt. What are these, the flies? Oh god, I'm scared. I'm gonna try and find a little opening under a rock and then just kind of like tuck myself in and hold my shield over it. And if there's space, I'll offer others to crawl in with me. I'll just find a big leaf, use it as a very large blanket, and tuck myself underneath it. 
Okay. I assume I can't dig like as fast as Sinclair did. Uh, certainly not as fast as him, but it appears you have some time. I want you to all roll uh, stealth checks. And Gij, uh, by virtue of having a big old shield, can offer advantage to someone if they roll low. Oh, cool. I, I was hoping I could like cover my head with the big old blueberry, but stealth. There we go. Sten rolled a 19 in stealth because he's so stealthy. <laughs> I rolled a 13 in stealth. Eden's roll was a big pile of poo, and she only rolled a 7 in stealth. He's rolled a 15 in stealth, and in a moment he's going to attempt to help Eden. Yeah, Eden, you can roll again as Gij beckons you over to his little nook that he's found. Save me, Gij. That's what I do. Oh, snap! On her second attempt, Eden rolled a 17. Nice. Sariel? Sariel rolled a 14. I'd like to say Sariel, like, grabbed the Mushroom Buddies and hid in a bush or something. <laughs> the, the Mushroom Buddies very slowly starts scooting towards a bush as the swarm arrives. The sky blackens with flies for a moment. All the flies are, you know, between the size of, like, puppies and mid-sized corgis as they bzzz around you. They sweep the countryside, it seems, landing, looking around putting down their little proboscises, and just going over everything. The mushrooms don't seem to mind. The flies <laughs> just sort of pass them over. But the rest of you, Gij in your little nook, the flies land on your shield and walk around the corners, probing around the edge of your shield with their legs and proboscis before flying on. And the rest of you have managed to hide in similar fashions as the swarm passes over. How unsettling. That was disgusting. I hated it. See, there, there it is. There it is. I thought we were going to get away with some adventures without the absolute terror. But no, thank you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do I get the squirt bottle or no? No, no it's, it's good. It's good. It's appropriate. That's okay. That one's fine. Okay. So a few moments later after this horror passes, you see Sinclair burst up from the earth. His little snoot apparently was just barely reaching up to the surface and says, I think it's clear. I bet those nets are full. What do you do with the flies? Uh, we wrap them up, and we bring them to the castle, and then we don't get eaten. Huh. So can we, like, make a gift of them? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We Go. could probably make some fly pie or something. Oh, fly and blueberry pie. One of my favorites. But what happens if the flies find you? If does he doesn't send the flies? Like, where do the flies come from? They come from the castle, or nearby, at least, and they bite. Very unpleasantly. But then and people catch the flies for him again, and then he eats them. Yeah, that, that's why we have the spiders. They catch them. We hide inside or underground. So Yeesh. why do they originally come from the castle? I don't know. He's going to rub his hands into his blindfold again, showing his frustration with this bizarre fey world. You guys ready to go? Yes. Ready as we will ever be. Okay. The... A lot of you begin tromping off mushrooms in tow, and later, Sariel, you've rolled high enough that you're also going to see some spiders ahead of you, all going in a line, and you are positive that these are not gouge. You also hear a little tap-tap of stick on rock, but no one else seems to notice this, including Sinclair, at least not yet. Saria will stand up on her uh, little squirrel hind legs and stop everyone, pointing ahead to the spiders. You see those spiders over there? Those aren't mine. I mean, they're not gouge. 
Also, does anyone else hear that tapping? Do we? Do we? Now that she's pointed it out, you can hear it, and Sinclair looks very excited. Oh, it's Helga's. That's gotta be hers. We're almost there. Wait, so Helga taps. What's the tapping? Ah, I think she's hurting them. But uh, we should sweep around uh, behind. We don't want to get caught up in the in the herd, you know? Oh, God. Wait, hurting the spiders? Yeah. Oh, yes. We should move then. I do not want that to happen to me. Sinclair will lead you in a sort of roundabout way in the general direction of where you can now hear this tapping on rocks very audibly. Through the brush and trees, you start to see spiders climbing over rocks and under roots. But behind them is a hedgehog with a straw hat, chewing on some kind of fiber or sprig, holding a stick in their hands, tapping it on the rocks, sort of scurrying from side to side, making sure the spiders don't get out of line. Oh my goodness! What do you mean, oh? No, this is hideous. (laughs) No, stuffing spiders are cute. Saria looks slightly offended and then looks confused like she didn't know why she was offended. (laughs) Sinclair looks to you guys, his nose a quiver. I just want to say for the listener, there is a token of a hedgehog with a small hat on it. Like a photograph hedgehog with a small hat on it. Oh! I just noticed that! That is so good. Oh, it's a little Axel with a hat! Look, Axel! Look, look! I am nothing if not shameless. (laughs) There is more hedgehog representation needed in our entertainment. It's true, it's true. This is, of course, Axel's opinion, not mine. I mean, it's also my opinion, but yeah. Anyway. Editor's note. If you haven't been listening to the outtakes at the end of episodes, Axel is Molly's hedgehog. In the distance, you hear the hedgehog say, Get! Get along, little doggies! Oh my god, the hedgehog is southern! How big are the spiders? The spiders vary from, to you, they're the size of small dogs, to the size of large dogs. I was imagining, like, like the huge ones from, from King Kong. That's less scary. No, they appear to be, you know, fly-catching spiders, not bird-catching spiders. Okay, okay. I can live with that. So, uh, hey, um, what's that twitching nose of yours mean? Ah, uh, I, I mean, you guys are in charge. I, I, I don't, I don't want to give away your position. We're on a secret mission. Is that a twitch of fear? Or is it like a twitch of excitement? Uh, are you afraid of spiders? Excitement, oh, mostly. Sten... <laughs> half orc looking at this little little shrew watching his nose twitch going why is your nose twitching are you afraid <laughs> <laughs> he's like holding like a giant half-eaten blueberry trying to be intimidating <laughs> no he's not really trying to be intimidating i was just curious if like he was afraid of the spiders or not like if we should be afraid uh roll an insight actually it's been rolling 19 in insight he's on fire <laughs> it not, as... not literally oh good <laughs> not yet so far as you can tell, Sinclair, his twitch is of anticipation. Like, he really wants to get over there. But he also doesn't want to do it solo. He wants to, like, go over there with you guys. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm down. This is go- this is all weird. Stens past fear. <laughs> Everybody cool to go uh, approach Helga? Yes. Are you guys down with going going to meet this adorable hedgehog woman? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So how are you guys approaching her? Are you calling out first, or are you just tromping on down? Sinclair, I think it'd be best if you led the way and introduced us. Oh, uh, yeah, I can introduce you to her. Sinclair begins to scurry down a gentle slope towards Helga. As you guys are watching from your perch, you see Helga turn away from her 
heard O spiders wielding the stick in a defensive position until she sees that it is Sinclair coming and you hear her call out, Hey there, Sinclair, what are you doing here? And Sinclair just flumps, giving her a hug on her little soft belly. She embraces him and then looks up at you guys and her little hedgehog eyes narrow. And you see her begin to whisper furiously to Sinclair. Can I roll to read their lips? Uh, there is one person in this party who can actually read lips. It's not Sten. Is it me? Oh, shoot. I think it's Sariel. If a creature <laughs> is speaking a language I know, I can I can read its lips. Mad library skills. <laughs> uh? Someday, I've done it like three or four times and you've never like <laughs> remembered so this time. I'm going to tell you. Do you want to read their lips? Sariel will mad read their lips. It's interesting. You've never thought you would be able to read a hedgehog's lips, but hey, it works. For some reason, it just sort of makes sense to you, bringing back the skill that only works on humanoids normally. And she is saying, What are you doing bringing Pixie around here? If you're caught with them, you'll never make it to the castle. Those frogs will eat you right away. Sinclair is facing away from you, so you can't see his response, but he turns and waves you guys over. Guys, this is Helga. Helga, this is Sten. Hi, Helga. Sariel? Sariel would wave. This is Eden. Hello! Galena? Hi! And Gij. Gij unenthusiastically waves. And these are mushrooms. I don't know their names, but they, apparently they have names and can talk. Let me help you out there, young Sinclair. Oh. I might need you to help me out here, James. This one here is Chip. Hey, Chip! This this one... What are God, what are other names? Like Fatty? Check your MPC notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chub. Chub! Chub! Yes, this is Chip. This is Chub. This one's then wild, wildly scroll. <laughs> I kind of like fatty. Damn, where are they? I'm looking, I'm looking. The giant mushroom buddies. Is it like near the bottom or the? Uh, NPCs, Lily Pond, Autumn Twilight, giant mushroom buddies. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And then this one here, and then I'll kind of grab and, and steady the wobbling one. This is Wobble, surprisingly enough. And finally, this is Spots. Of all of them, only Chubb waves. Chubb's a friendly little guy. Oh, I can see that. Helga looks at you dubiously before putting out a paw to Sariel. I'm Helga. This is my ranch, and these here are my doggies. Doggies. It's an interesting breed, doggy. Well, I'll tell you. You gotta run them hard and keep them lean. When they get too big, they get a bit nippy. Sariel uh. will shake her paw and nod thoughtfully. I'd love to say you're welcome to stay, but I'm afraid you're going to bring a heap of trouble in the form of frogs trying to eat you, not to mention my herd, and more importantly, myself. You do know it's dangerous around these parts for people like you. Well, we... we had sort of figured out that it's dangerous, but why do you say the frog is going to come and eat us any second? You may be powerful ugly, but that probably don't change the way you taste. The king tends to favor that tender flesh of yours. I'm more on the prickly side, so generally people leave me alone. Why do people keep saying we're ugly? Sinclair gets up on his tippy paws and whispers something into her ear. Oh, then not pixies. Well, goodness, how'd that happen? We are just as confused as you are. We used to be a little bit bigger than this. Just a little. I don't rightly know what to do with y'all. Sinclair, why'd you bring this mess to my ranch? Sinclair looks at a loss. And looks at you guys. Uh, they they need um guidance and poison, and they're gonna kill the king. Hel guidance and poison. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, we need guidance for sure. Helga looks at him, looks at you guys. Sinclair, darling, now I want you to go back that way and gather up the webs. There's a few nuts and a nice juicy grub in it for you if you hurry up. Sinclair looks at you guys for approval, but he looks like very excited at the prospect of nuts and grubs. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good for Sinclair, I guess. Sinclair sprints. Oh, wait, do, are you going to give him the nod? Definitely. Sure. Go for it. He sprints off down the path back the way Helga was coming from. You see a bunch of webs that away that seem to be pulsing with flies of various size caught in them, still struggling weakly. Now, I don't know what nonsense you've gotten that poor boy into, but he is dumb as a sack of rocks and you will not drag me or him any further into whatever suicide mission you're on. We didn't mean to drag him into anything. He's just been answering some questions for us. He actually kind of dragged us into it in a way. Did you not hear me say dumb as a sack of rocks? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Galena looks serious. I promise I won't bring him along with us. When we go confront the monsters who are keeping you guys oppressed. Good. I'm glad to see y'all are rational critters. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you might point us in the direction of somewhere we could uh, get some poison, I guess? Well, now that's a quandary. See, old Hesius has been slithering around, gathering up all the nightshade around the whole darn pond, I expect. Not sure why, but he's been grabbing every berry he can get his little scales on. And, uh, who is Hesius? Oh, he's a snake. Just a straight-up snake? Does he work for anybody? He He normally minds his own business, but anyone with two quills to rub together knows better than to cross his path. He's real slow on account of him being so sleepy all the time, it being constant twilight and all, so he doesn't bother me too much. Did he say anything the last time you saw him? Well, hun, Hesius is a snake. Snakes don't talk. I am uh. so, I, I, it's really difficult for me to keep track regarding the rules of which animals can talk and which cannot. Yeah, actually I had a related question. Is this snake, does he have legs? Or is, like, is it just a plain old snake or is it like where it walks around and has like a little hat on? Sten, he's probably wearing a piece of clothes. (laughs) Is he wearing any clothes? That's a good question too. Probably has glasses. Yes. Good questions. I don't know if you're making fun of me, but I think we need to know. (laughs) He's just not making fun of you. Helga looks around at you a little confused, but then... Oh, bless your heart. Everyone knows that only small mammals and amphibians can talk. Sorry, I didn't know that. But uh, thank you. Thank you for the new information. Don't you worry. What about birds? (laughs) Galena says, thinking about the owl. Yeah, the owl. Oh, darling, the oldest owl is different. He's ancient and elder. No other owls can talk. Oh... Can Eve talk? Have we heard her talk? Or only Sariel and Eden have heard her talk? Sariel and Eden have heard Eve talk, so to speak, but like they are speaking owl to her. Okay. Speaking of which, what is Eve doing right now? What is well, our giant see. flying horse doing? Yeah, the last time we saw her, she was dropping everybody off in the tree. I mean, I'd like to think that she is sort of following closely behind but not so closely that she's right up in anyone's face maybe just sort of keeping an eye on things from a tree branch somewhere close okay you see helga look up in the tree branches above but doesn't seem to spot eve was his name hesius is that his name james yep such a good name so is hesius Ironhorn's wizard he's gonna ask even though he knows he's probably not he's just trying to prod her for more information 
she like is about to blurt out a no and then strokes her uh extended little snoot i don't rightly know i mean i can't say absolutely not because i've never seen and no one i've ever talked to has Mm. that would be one of the best tricks i ever heard of that dumb old snake being a wizard the whole time i think i just spoiled james's surprise it's an interesting theory Oh, uh, yeah. Galena has been thinking, and she said, didn't we notice that there were berries missing from bushes earlier? I'll say, just for for, for simplicity, that Guige did relate like that when he was trying to find Nightshade. Yeah, and she was keeping an eye out on finding poison as well. Hmm, well, is there anybody that might sell poison? Oh, you can talk to Greasy Sal. He can get you anything. Okay, I think I'm gonna have to talk to this Greasy Sal. And, and Galena, is, are there spiders around? Yeah, this whole time the spiders have sort of stopped because they're no longer being driven. And she occasionally is like whacking a stick on the ground and then they like all stop and look at her for a minute before starting mm-hmm. to mill about around again. I'm going to say Galena is like l- holding out her hand for the spiders to stiff it or whatever spiders do so she could pet them. Oh, I wouldn't do that, darling. They'll nip you. Oh, Okay. She draws her hand back a little bit, and then she says, well, I am a little bit stronger against poison than most people. Well, that's good, because that breed right there, I call this one Maxi. She taps the abdomen of the spider with a stick, and it, like, wiggles its little mandibles at her, oh. hissing. Oh. <laughs> She's a mite venomous. <laughs> Galena looks at her with her eyebrows raised and a slight smile. Um, is there any way to get this poison? Oh, I mean, you can milk him for sure, but it's not really worth the effort. Milk him into that fly. Milk them? What, for for silk? Oh, you could, but in this case, I mean for venom. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. James, right. can I can I roll medicine to see if I, I can do it effectively? Yes, as you don't have the proper equipment, it will be a disadvantage. Was You're there proper boo. equipment for spider milking? Yeah, same as, like, snakes. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure you milk snake venom by, like, pushing their fang through plastic. Oh, interesting. I think, I mean, I don't know, James. I feel like I'm I'm going to argue that Galena, if she rolls high enough, that she should be able to figure out how to jury-rig an appropriate spider milking device. Like, I think it's really just... If she has some cloth that she could wrap around the top of a jar, she could probably milk them pretty effectively. And they are but big. It- no, still, because you don't, you, like, if you had a poisoner's kit or something, I would be like, for sure, go for it, like, plus five. But <laughs> oh. disadvantage medicine. You're pretty good at medicine, so you might be able to do this anyway. My first roll, my lower roll is a 13, but the higher one was a 23. You are able to get a vial of spider venom. Over the next little while, because this is going to take you like 15 minutes, sort of <laughs> wrangling a spider with Helga's help and getting it to pierce its mandibles through the cloth and little drip, 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 drip. But when you assess its qualities, which you also get from the medicine check, you realize that it is wounding poison. Like oh. if, if someone were to ingest this, it wouldn't be like super deleterious. Okay, she does that and then she looks at it and then she kind of shrugs and is like eh, this is not good enough and then she gives it to Gige. Gige add one vial of wounding poison it's similar enough to what you already have that it's just another one helga at this point after you've wrangled a spider for a little while 
Was anybody else doing anything during this time? I mean, I'm happy to try to wrangle a spider if you think I should do it. Should I go for it? Eden would rather not. (laughs) Well, the purpose reason, the reason why they were wrangling the spider is no longer valid. Don't we need as much as we can get? Well, oh, yeah. Galena will say, like, uh, I see this poison isn't potent enough to kill someone. It's just enough to give someone probably some nice necrotized flesh when they get stabbed. Oh, I see. Wounding poison meat. What is wounding poison again? It's like it prevents you from healing or. Wounding poison, it means the, the it's applied by like an injury. Oh, I gotcha. Got and you. this this venom specifically does slightly more damage just through necrotic and then uh, has a chance to weaken your opponent. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Which is what uh, Gij has had the whole time. Eden, Sariel, Gij. Uh, Galena wants to talk to Helga because she thinks Helga's awesome and adorable. So she's just going to be trying to chat with her about her spider farming. And I will get to that, but you guys spent some time doing something, and I wanted to know if anybody else wanted to do something while you're doing that. I would just be—I think Sten would just be fascinated by the Helga's. Is it a quill? Hedgehogs don't have quills, right? They have. Yeah, they're quills. And they're considered a quill. Fun scientific fact of the evening. When hedgehogs naturally lose their quills, it is called quilling. Whoa. Crazy. Sten would probably kind of try to, you know, not too rudely, but maybe when she's not looking, sort of poke at one and see how sharp it is. It's actually, Molly, how would this go down? It feels slightly more painful than it would sticking your hand onto a hard brush. It's spikier than that. Mm-hmm. So not the kind of thing that's going to stab you to death, but the kind of thing that hurts when it pokes you. Solid. Geesh. About 10 to 15 minutes pass as they wrangle a spider and they milk it for venom. So you have one additional uh, wounding poison. Goanna gave it to you because she thought that you would probably want it over anyone else in the group. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm our poison handler. I was going to say, I feel like... Galena would probably be the safest poison handler since it doesn't really affect her and she knows medicine, but it makes sense that Gij would want to be using the poison on his weapons more. We should have a constitution contest between Galena and Gij at some point. Galena just tells Gij when she hands him the poison, like, I know you like this stuff, but consult me if you need to because I can play with this without getting hurt. (laughs) And she just kind of like mother hen doctors Gij for a second with the poison. I like to think he has little fabric loops inside his coat <laughs> in, in, a, in a pouch that he just like tucks it in. All right. I mean, no, I guess I, guess I wouldn't do anything other than help wrangle the spider. Okay. So Sten and Gij sort of help wrestle the spider. Helga constantly chastising you. Be careful. Those legs are worth more than you can pay. But That's what they say about my legs. No, no, no. Whoa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At the uh, velvet curtain where I used to work. Not. Nah. Oh my. Aw, yeah. Okay, so, Eden, you were going to say something? Uh, yes, I just want to ask Helga how many other hedgehogs live around here, or if she's the only one. Well, I don't rightly know. Maybe 10 or 12 around the pond? Do you have family? My cousin Bert lives across the way, but he's always been an odd duck. (laughs) Oh, I was just asking because I think you're the first hedgehog we've seen since we left our hometown. If we do it right, you should never see us. Ah, I see what you mean. Wink, wink. She winks right back. Sariel, what's up? I don't think Sariel would be doing anything particular. She would probably ask how we can find Hestius. Most people don't go looking for old Hestius, but most of the time he's sleeping in a stump a ways that away. 
When he's up and about, he's right sluggish and easy to catch up to or avoid. That's why I live in the twilight. Snakes don't move very fast. Sorry, old squirrel nods knowingly. <laughs> squirrel nods. <laughs> she gives you rough direction to Hesius. Now, Dolans, if you're planning on going pestering a snake, I recommend that you have a place to run to. Mess with a snake, you might get bit. And not a one of you looks as sturdy as I am. What kind of snake is he? He's big and long, and he's got red and black on him. Sounds venomous to me. Deej gets an idea. Gonna milk a snake. One way or another. Does he have yellow on him? Maybe. Not a lot, if any. I tend to head the other way when I see him. Smart creatures do that. She describes Hesius as a large snake, girthy enough that it could easily swallow any one of you. Ooh. Has a long red stripe down its back, and otherwise it's mostly black, but she doesn't seem to think it's super venomous. Oh. Is he friendly? He's as friendly as a snake can be, which is tired and lazy. Nothing's going to stop him from eating a morsel like you if he's hungry. Oh my god, this picture you've just shown us of Hesius is significantly more ferocious than I was. I was thinking top hat and like a little shirt. <laughs> this is this fearsome beast. Yeah, that looks like the scariest snake I've ever seen. That's even is... scarier than Jafar snake from Aladdin. Wait, this snake's goddamn like <laughs> rattle is a skull. It Ignore looks... the picture. Ignore the picture. Uh, okay. okay, okay. Just how I described it. <laughs> because we've been shrunk, this is essentially a drag. But but he's sleepy baby, though. Oh, so it's a normal snake. Like, it's legitimate. Okay, now I get it. Okay. Yeah, like, it's a snake. It's just we're all, like, three feet tall. I and see I'm a that. squirrel. Okay, yes, yes. So, Helga seems to be looking around at the lot of you with sort of an impatient look. Now, I've answered your questions, you molested my little Maxie, and so I'll ask you to be on your way and leave that poor boy with me. You see Sinclair jogging down a rock several hundred feet away with a bundle of sticks over his shoulder. Those sticks are covered in webs, and the webs seem to be twitching. Cool. Fantastic. Sten is wondering if there's any chance that we could possibly- Because the problem is that Sinclair fills a role in our party that we, we have sort of a rotating cast. Um, that fulfills what is currently Sinclair's role. And it's a, sort of bad luck to not have a Connor in the party. Galena looks at Sten with utter confusion. It's just like, what are you talking about? Rotating cast? Have what? you not noticed? There's always one of these, you know, where it's like the guy comes in and, and he's kind of weird and doofy. Like even more but so than me. But he's very helpful. And very helpful. <laughs> and then um, sometimes he dies. But often he doesn't. I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't even think I could see that stand if I remove my blindfold. See, now this is why I can't let him go with you. You obviously think he's expendable. Galena no, points. No, he isn't. <laughs> no, she's got a point. <laughs> Galena points to Sten and says, you're weird and doofy. No, that's true. Now I, 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 I see where she's getting going. You know what? She's right. I see what you're saying. Sten is... <laughs> Sten has talked himself into arguing against himself. <laughs> Out of character, I really want Sinclair to stay with us, but in character, Galena's going to be like, no, nah, this this poor soft boy needs to stay with the hedgehog. No, nothing bad can happen to him. He's a precious baby. Protect his smile. Yes. Speaking of soft boys, the mushrooms have wandered into the herd of spiders and now are covered in spiders. Oh, no. Are they just oh, okay no. with them? Like, yeah. They're just yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, they cool. seem to, they, they seem to be playing with them. Have they dropped the sticks that I gave them? 
No, they still have the sticks. They're, they're battle sticks. Yes, they're using them as walking sticks. He will explain to Helga that if Sinclair did come with him, he would protect him. But he is inclined to agree with her and that he'd like Sinclair to stay with her. Yeah, and if I find Sinclair following us, I'll make sure he goes back to you. That's good to hear. Now, I'll leave you to say goodbye. You send him after me once you're done. I've got to keep on the next spot so these doggies can set up before the next wave. Okay, Galena runs over to Sinclair and gives him a big hug and says, We need you to stay here and be brave, protect the spiders and Helga, okay? What? Spiders don't need protection. They've got venom. I looked at them and apparently their venom isn't strong enough against a toad. Oh, I, I don't mean toads. I mean just like anything. They they get, they bite. You gotta know how to run them. Nobody runs them harder or smarter than Helga. She said as much, I guess, yes. I guess that's true. But still, they might need your help. Roll a persuade. See if you can convince Okay. poor Sinclair to abandon his quest. <gasps> critical fail, critical fail. I, I rolled a 10. Sinclair looks at you and looks at the rest of the party. Is everybody giving him uh like determined you need to stay here looks? Sten is like not meeting his eyes because he's it Sten is like genuinely convinced that there's like he's like, This is bad luck. This is bad luck. We need a Connor. <laughs> but he's also not trying to like be like he's not he's he's not doing either either way. Yes, I will also give him a stern you should stay here look. He Gives one last hopeful look at Sariel Squirrel. No. His nose a quiver. No. <laughs> Sariel. Sariel will nod solemnly. Sinclair deflates. Well, okay. I guess I'll stay with Helga. Um, you know, when you save the day, uh, you know, ah, I can, well, I hope you save the day and don't get eaten. I'm sure we won't. I feel bad, but I also don't want him to die. <laughs> <laughs> Sinclair uh, just like mopes so hard and follows Helga laden with the sticks with, it looks like cotton candy full of flies on his back. Oh, Sten's to me like, as his back is turned, Sten's like reaching out with one of his enormous half-orc hands, just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll miss you, Sinclair. Thank you for your help. Oh, I'll miss you guys. <laughs> Too. I'd like to say I give him a head pat before he gets too far away. Head pats are nice. I imagine, like, to Gigi, this is like some sort of large dog. <laughs> or sheep, so he's giving it a head pat. Sinclair gets head pats and goodbyes as he disappears into the underbrush. You guys have instructions on how to find Hesius, which basically boils down to walk until you find obvious depressions where a snake has been and then follow that. Okay, to the snake! You guys follow a snake? I guess we'll look for the danger noodle. Okay, who's taking lead on danger track- noodle? <laughs> who's taking lead on tracking this danger noodle? Does our forest party member want to track the snake? It's either that or the idiot who will totally believe he can do it. So I will track the snake. Yes, and maybe like if things get really hairy, you can have Eve jump in and just gobble him the hell up. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I'll roll a survival. The DC is 10. Sariel rolled a 9 in survival. You're surviving. Sariel, you head south along with the group, again, ducking below bushes and leaves and rocks and sticks and the like, 
at some point you've run across what looks like a place where a long danger noodle has flattened things around you and you're like, all right, here it is, let's go, and you begin to follow it. Unfortunately, Hesius is not super stealthy. Well, fortunately for you guys. You, all of you, hear, before it comes out of the bush, a scraping of scale against rock and dry leaf in the bushes next to you. And as you are next to a large tree, right when this happens, you guys are kind of in cover, but you know that there is a snake coming around the edge of the tree before it actually does so. I want you all to roll initiative. Oh, snap. Sleeping my ass. Well, maybe he's just he'll attack at a disadvantage or something. Or maybe he thinks that we're like yummy treats because he's so tired. He may be correct. Sariel, your stats for combat are going to be taken from your brown bear. That's a fantastic battle squirrel. I am big ol' squirrel. Yep. Giant squirrel. Mm-hmm. Which I, I do just want to remind, you have yet to turn into a bear here, so we don't know what size bear you're going to be. Like, logic would dictate you would be an actual bear, and the snake would be super dead. I feel like that's risky business, but if it comes to that, we'll give that a shot. Okay. As Sariel was taking the lead, it makes the most sense that you rolled highest on initiative. You are still technically hidden from this snake, but from what you know about snakes is that they have an excellent sense of smell and probably knows you're there already, since you are very close to it. Everybody who rolled above the snake, which is everybody except Eden, will get to do one thing before it comes around the edge of the tree and is, you know, within striking distance. We don't actually know it's going to attack us yet, though, is that correct? Is it? Do we know that it's acting aggressively? Or? You guys can determine that. Okay. Will that will that cost our turn, though? No, information rolls do not cost your turn. Using your knowledge roll to do an insight or animal handling, which in this case, Helga told you that this snake is just a snake. So animal handling. But Sariel can still talk to just snakes if she yep. spends speak with animals. So Sariel will hear the snake rear up on her little hind paws, cast speaks with animals, and call out, hello, friend. Okay, you call out in snake as a squirrel. Hello, friend. And what you hear in response is not snake. What you hear in response, because you have speaks with animals on so you can understand every animal, you hear flies. And the flies in the voice of the legion say, kill it, kill them all. Destroy them before they find us. I like it. Whoa. (laughs) This is getting intense. So the snake talked in fly? First of all, sorry, El, I assume you were calling around tree stump, not exposing yourself? Yes. So you, you, you're you not sure if it was the snake or something else nearby that said that. You just know the snake didn't respond. Okay, gotcha. Do you want to move? No, I'm at the forefront and I'm also the biggest, so it makes sense that I'll tank it. Okay. Galena, you're up. Oh. Did Sariel say anything? Yeah, d- what, did I, what did I comprehend? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, like... How would I how would I quickly relate that? Because this is all going down very fast. Mm-hmm. Did you pull a Harry Potter and like tongue and we have no idea what happened? Probably. <laughs> we heard you think it. Uh, it's been a while since spores. I'm going to say that Sten is still on spores. Everybody else is not. Unless you want to <laughs> remedy that. Still on spores. <laughs> of course he is. Okay, so Galena's going to say to Sariel as she's looking around the stump, like kind of standing next to slash in front of her like she's positioning herself there 
what did it say? And she looks around and she sees this big snake. I'm assuming she sees a snake? Yes, you see a very menacing looking snake. It is reared up in a striking position. Its fangs Ooh. dripping some substance. She is is uh, surprised, and I want her to cast calm emotions. On who? The snake. All right. I'm going to tell you out of character. Galena knows oh. that won't do anything. Okay. I, I'm i changing my mind to confusion. Okay. <laughs> but real quick, let's get what Sariel said. Oh, okay. Sariel would say what, what answered wasn't in snake. And sorry, I'm goldfish memoring. But what it said was that it wants to kill something before it's killed. It answered in fly. Oh, that's creepy. And sorry, Elspeth would probably look kind of spooked. She'd her fur would probably be all poofed out because this was not expected. That's, yeah, that's what Galena would react to her and the terrifying image of a snake about to strike at them with like going, oh, that's creepy. And then sort of reflexively casting confusion, which is a new spell that she has on, on the snake to try to deter it away from us. Awesome. Uh... Do you want me to read aspects of it? It must succeed on a wisdom save. Yeah. Uh, as you go around the stump and look past the snake, you notice some other things as you are casting this spell. You see that maybe 50 to 60 feet beyond the snake, there is another tree, but this tree has been broken down and has fallen. In the empty stump, which according to you guys is like 10 feet high, 10 foot climb, you see some sprigs, which Galena who has just recently been thinking about Nightshade, is just this depression on the top of the stump is full of sprigs of Nightshade. Excellent. Snick saves verse wisdom very poorly. Snick <laughs> is dumb. Rolls a three. What is roll a 1d10 to see what happens? I rolled a five. The snake will not take any action on its next turn. You see Hesius just like rear back but now it's no longer looking at you specifically it's you know very intently weaving its head back and forth staring at a nearby leaf scary leaf mm -hmm. Gige, you're up okie doke can i take a spore off one of the mushrooms and rub it into my face as i get my weapons ready or only one of those yeah only one of those <laughs> these things cost actions so sure. drawing your weapons is part of a move okay so i'm gonna say bonus action to because the mushrooms are very helpful. The moment you reach your hand out, they reach up into their gills and pull out a crabapple-sized spore and hand it to you. So, But I can't do a knowledge check? That would be my bonus action? No. Knowledge checks are free actions. So you can right. always think. I will get a spore from Chubb. Okay. And then just kind of rub it into my face as I walk over to where Glenna is. Okay. And once my face is like, what color are the spores? Are they yellow? They're, I guess, I'm. I think of them as like mostly white but now that you're so close they're actually kind of cream colored <laughs> so it looks it's gonna like look... <laughs> it looks like he's like rubbed a bunch of flour in his face uh yeah flour let's go with that and then he'll just drop the spore and get his weapons ready i'm gonna stand between the two because glenna even though she has armor she's still kind of soft she's a bard okay hey and you are you are you're squishy and i want to make sure i can impose protection and i'm going to do a I guess I'll do a perception to see if there's any other dangers here besides the snake. Okay. Or with it, yeah, perception. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 21. Very quickly, Gij, through the cloth of your blindfold, you see on the back of Hesius's head is a fly. 
And the fly mm. is actually has one leg in each of Hesius's eyes, pulling like the lids open. Whoa. That's f-ing creepy. Okay, if I can't relate that now, I'll relate that on my next turn. You can relate this now. You okay. also see just like flies sort of in this grove, like in the leaves around you. Like there's more of them. There's lots of them. Are these nor not sorry, I realize this is me, but are these like normal sized flies? So giant flies to uh, Yes. So they're giant. Okay. They're they're corgi sized to us, I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh corgis. This one on the back of the snake's head is like splayed flat. Its legs okay. outstretched to maximum. And Gish will just explain he's wearing some kind of fly on his head like a hat. I think it's controlling him. Let's try and just kill that first. Okay. Alright then. Stan, you're up. Go oh, God. Um and so wait, I I'm high on shrooms, right? Yes. So I I, I can sense the fly thing. And also hey, you just you said probably it. got a nice, clear mental image of this fly that I just looked at. Oh, for sure. Because we're both on spores. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. no, you got like a cartoonish uh, mushroom drawing image of it because it had to be filtered <laughs> oh. through their impression. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, geez. Um, I feel like I'm not the right person to like start right now because I'm not like really. I feel like, like we want like an archer to shoot that fly right in the face ball. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to hang back. Wait, I'll, the I'll, pylon. I'll, Oh, yes. Perfect. Yes. Yes. I'll be like, thank you for this mighty gift. And uh, bring out the pylum. And Wait, I, this, what? This, uh, this is the thing I got from, um, what's his name? It was a gift from, um, what was it? I can't, the name is escaping. Maltesh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a spear, basically. But it's like designed to throw into shields and like weight the shield down. Um, oh, to, like, cool. Disable it. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to use it yet. But I will. If I can, I might not be able to. So the only problem with you using it right now is you're behind a tree. So you have to like run out yeah. of the open. Yeah, yeah. This is like a terrible plan, but I'm just going to be crazy stand anyway. That's the stand we know and love. Remember that your maximum optimal range is 30 feet. Okay. For, for the pylon, yeah. Okay. So then I can go run to there. Perfect. Yeah, you, you run out basically in front of everybody. Yeah, that, yeah. That puts you in range. All right. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. I'm going to aim for that. This could go so badly so quickly, but I'm going to aim for that fly and just feeling, not thinking too hard as Sten tends to do, and just hurl that, that pylon. And Sten rolled a 24. The fly is going to re- react by pulling the snake's head back. The pylon flies true, but you see the fly pull on one of the eyes really hard. The snake's head jerks up, and the pylon digs deep into the snake's neck. Ooh, sorry. No. Dealing nine piercing damage. Poor Snick. Snick. No step on Snick! <laughs> no, no, no step on Snick! He'll step on us. I snabbed Snick and neck. Actually. <laughs> snabbed, snabbed Snick and neck. It is very strange for all of you to see Sten's mighty throw that would have, like, pierced through three or four dudes. Just, like, barely dig through the scales on this snake's neck and hang sort of pathetically off. Doesn't seem to be bothering the snake much. Sten is kind of just turned to the party and be like, well, I think we're all going to die. <laughs> well, it was a good time that we've had up to this point. Apparently, the snake does not break free of its confusion, though, because of the, that damage. And continues to very intensely eyeball that one waving leaf in front of it. It's a pretty intense leaf. Yep. Sten, I, I assume you don't have anything else to throw? No, that's all I had. And I... Yes, now I feel bad, so I don't think I'm going to throw a rock or anything if I could. Okay, a snake does not do anything on its turn. Eden, you're up. Oh, well, maybe it's a friendly 
snake. Because it's not attacking us. Maybe we should try using diplomacy. Or not. We, Do you we say are... this out loud? <laughs> I mean, uh... This is the wrong order, typically, for diplomacy. <laughs> Eden would be aware that Galena has done some hoodoo on the snake to make it confused. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Dwarven witch magic music. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try aiming for the fly. This might be a dumb idea because Sten didn't seem too successful. But I'm going to try tossing a lightning bolt at the fly. What flavor of lightning? Literal lightning bolt. Also, do you want to go out and hang out next to everybody else so you can have a clear line of sight? Oh, right. Duh. Yes. I will move over to where Galena and Sten are standing approximately. Okay, cool. So you're going to throw real lightning, which even if it pulls the snake's head in front of it, that lightning's still going to hit that fly probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully one stroke will do it. Won't it roast the snake? Like, it's not going to shrink her. Like, her lightning's not going to be shrunk, is it? It's going to be an actual lightning bolt. <laughs> not necessarily. I can hurt it. I can hurt something without turning it completely to ash. Well, we'll see. We'll that see. was one we'll time. See. We'll see. I'm not. Hey, don't. I'm not. I'm talking about this crazy fey rules, not you. Don't worry. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Eden tosses out some lightning in the direction of the snake, aiming for the fly, and it's a 33. <laughs> So dex saves for both of them. The black flies do not save. As Hesius, in a moment of clarity, or maybe just extra strength confusion, gets real close to the ground, dragging the fly into open view, your lightning bolt hits it, and clearly grazes Hesius as well, who takes 16 damage from that. But the fly is immediately blackened. Well, more so. More so. (laughs) (laughs) It and it's crispied. There you go. Falls limply from the snake's back. Takes 33 damage, but is almost immediately replaced by another another fly from what? the bushes. Oh man. Dang it. So if it's coming from the bushes, should we just burn all the bushes down? Let's just burn the whole forest down. Actually, wait, wait, guys, guys. I, I have I have spiders. It'll be it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, Okay, it is Mushroom's turn. Mushrooms, as a group, sort of excitedly yell into both Gija's and, and Sten's head. Oh, what should we do? Can I respond to that? Yeah. Hang back, little buddies. It's dangerous. Just hang back. Sure thing. They uh, set up a little perimeter behind you guys with their sticks sort of facing outwards. Adorable. Waving limply <laughs> in front of them. It's a very light perimeter. <laughs> okay, Sariel, you're up. So Sariel, having seen, I'm, I'm assuming she saw the fly exchange shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And if I'm understanding correctly, the gouge, the gouge swarm, just kind of keeps general proximity. Yes. Can I summon those guys up? Would that be a spell or? I'm gonna say, especially since it's the first time you've done it, it is an action. But I'm pretty sure it's an action either way. Yeah, summon swarm is a spell. It's a full action. How does this look, by the way? How does Squirrel Sariel summon these spiders to her? <laughs> every every mental image I get is just hilarious. Sariel gets slow, like she drops back down to all fours, and then stands up again, lifting her paws above her head, twitching her tail and her ears. And this wave of spiders would come out of the underbrush? Definitely. 
all of you sort of because it's been pointed out by Gish mostly can see that there are still flies in the underbrush and like a ninja takedown team like a spider drops out of the sky for almost each and every one just (laughs) (laughs) biting them starting to wrap them up you know that Gouge has probably just doubled in strength in this one moment. Mis- mistakes have probably been made, but hopefully we'll get to talk to Snake Bro now. Hopefully oh. Snake Bro doesn't try to wreck us now. I feel like Snake Bro might try to wreck us. Wait, does Snake Bro still have the one spider on him or no? There's only one fly left, uh, because that was the perfect action to take in such a moment. <laughs> I'm saying that it was just ridiculously effective. But the one atop the snake was a little too far away from any bush for the spiders to get to it immediately. You will, however, have a swarm of spiders on your side now that are emerging from the bushes next turn, having wrapped up all their prey. Do you want to move at all? Uh, I am going to move up kind of towards the front, and I'll, I'll move my token in a second here. I'm trying to imagine what a menacing chip, or a menacing squirrel like chirping would sound like when you're this small. You know, they have that like, <laughs> jah, jah, be like this, <laughs> Typically, squirrel aggression noises is a chitter, so it's like. So it'd be like. Well, no, they have like they have like a long yell too. That's more like a like a. So she sounds super metal, basically. Big squirrel roar. I like it. Anyway, this is an important discussion. I'm sorry. Go on, Helena. It's okay. So I'm sorry. Do I see the flies? It's very obvious because there were flies everywhere. There was a fly like pulling its eyelids back. It got struck by lightning. Another fly replaced that. And then an army of gouge came out and ninja throat slit all the other flies from the bushes. So there's just one more fly? Yes, there's one remaining fly on this thing's head. Okay, I'm going to cast... Hmm. Like, okay, so I have two ideas. And I think it depends upon how Galena's reading the situation. So I want to roll to figure out what the snake is feeling. Like, is the snake in cahoots with the flies, or is the snake being bullied around by the flies? Normally, I would say you could, but right now the snake is literally under the influence of magical confusion. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Suggestion then, and suggest that the snake eat the fly. You probably know you can't speak snake. Snake! Sorry. No, it's um, like it's like goblin. She's fluent. Okay, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Yeah. Go for it. Eden hasn't taught you yet, so. <laughs> oh, a creature that can hear and understand me. I I guess that this wouldn't help. Nay. Okay. Alas. So, in that case, um, I I have an idea, but I feel like it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> like my idea is to cast heroism on the snake, give it the. Fortitude to turn against the fly, but I don't know if that would backfire. So I'm going to shoot it. Okay, I'm going to shoot it. The fly or the snake? The fly. The snake is nice. Okay. I'm looking for my crossbow. There it is. Okay, I pull out my crossbow that I just remember that I have attached to me somewhere, and I shoot at the fly. I rolled a 15. The fly is going to use its reaction to move the snake's head into the way of that attack. Again, the side of the snake's mouth just sort of opening a moment to let its tongue come out and gets struck by a crossbow bolt, finding a chink in the armor. And Mm. this snake is going to roll to 
become not confused again. This time, the snake shakes its head and looks down at you guys, specifically at Sariel, because she is closest and most obvious. But you do deal five piercing damage to the snake. Geez, you're up. I'm s- oh, wait. Glenna, do you want to run anywhere? Say what you're feeling. Oh, I'm fine where I am. I was just going to say I'm sad that I hurt the snake because the snake seems like he would be fine. Like, just he's just being controlled by some dumbass flies. <laughs> okay, Geez, you're up. Okay, detect good or evil wouldn't really help me because I'm pretty sure the flies are evil. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop over the roof, trying to keep flank with Sariel, so I can impose protection if need be. Okay. And before I take any attack, I would like to do a... I want to see if Guiding Bolt will uh, will affect the fly. What would that be? Would that be... Uh, I mean, would it be Arcana? Would it be Religion? Are you asking if it would affect a fly? Definitely. It will affect anything. It will affect a brick. Would it affect it in such a way that it would, like, roast it? Because I know even Guiding Bolt tends to hit something, even if it's, like, behind cover. Wait, 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 wait. Really? Pretty sure. Can you click on the spell, please? Sure. Oh, sorry. Click the wrong one. So what Guiding Bolt does is it's a strong attack. It would definitely roast. You don't need to ask about this. It would definitely roast the fly. Well, the last fly was hit by a ton of damage, but you're pretty sure if a fly is similar strength as a real fly, Mm -hmm. you know, hitting it with a couple points of damage is enough to kill it. But the thing is, Guiding Bolt is not any better or worse than hitting things than anything else. What it does is it makes the next attack much more likely to hit. What it does okay, is so- it guides the next person's strike. Hmm. And Sacred Radiance comes down from the sky. So even if he were to try and evade, it would be, have to be up at the very last second. Um, you know, I'll just do Guiding Bolt. Okay. So I'm getting annoyed, and I really want that stupid fly, so I'm going to use Guiding Bolt. Okay. What do you say? Um, he's just going to get both his hands behind his shield and lower his head a little bit. And I don't know, he'll just say a prayer, and then hopefully Guiding Bolt will just drop some... And sizzle on the fly. Okay. I rolled an H. Uh, I can only cast a level one, right? Yes. As you cast, saying a prayer to Saloon, the moonlight gathers on your shield and lances out in a beam towards the fly atop the snake's head. But as it is a very small target and the light glows off of the fly's many compound eyes, it does a jerking motion with one of its back legs, and the snake just flops to the ground and starts slithering forward, the guiding bolt lancing up into the tree line and doing nothing. So I didn't hit it. Eight does not beat its AC. Okay. I should have used my first one. Probably. Eric, you're up. So the fly is still good. Yep. Right? Mm. Wait, so does guiding bolt, that you're saying that makes, is it like only for like range attacks that it improves? What it does is if he hits, basically there's like, guiding light remaining on the target that says hit me here okay Wait, for the he, next person did, and he did hit right he did not hit oh so okay. there's no effect on, on it there's a very vulnerable leaf up in the canopy somewhere i see i see um i think Sten's gonna be really stupid because he's sten and having tried his little ranged attack and they didn't succeed uh, and being smart enough to know he just wants to get the fly off the snake he's gonna attempt to run and jump onto the snake and, awesome. And jump onto the fly and like to just wrestle the fly off of the thing. Okay. Especially because I just described the snake doing what it's doing. This is great. Because normally I would be like, you have to climb like 40 feet to get to the snake's head. 
but avoiding Gij's blow has driven it lower to the ground. And Sten, you charge forward. I want you to make a competing athletics with a snake to get on its head before it is like, no, 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 I don't want to be close to this thing. Fair enough. Mm, 14. Oh, God. Hesius rolls a 21. And you get to the base of Hesius without any mishap, but you weren't able to jump on its head immediately. You now have, what, 20 feet left of climb? I'm going to do it. Climb the snake. All right. You begin to climb the snake. You're about halfway up its neck. Right, the snake. Can I use the pylum as like a as like a foothold along the way? Uh, okay. I mean, that Since, might be near the top, but... Yeah, the pylum was hanging from its neck. So let's say as you were leaping, you were able to grab the pylum and tear it out. Oh, okay. okay. Fair enough. That's too dope an action to not happen. <laughs> so you've recovered your ranged weapon, at least. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Do you have any actions now that you're at the bottom? Because, you know, I don't you could want... spend the rest of your action climbing more. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I would like to continue climbing. I don't want to attack the snake itself. So, Sten, you are now at its head. At the beginning of your next turn, you're going to be very, like, precariously standing atop the snake's neck, uh, looking well, down we'll at a fly. Depending on how this now happens between now and then. Yes. Hopefully. So, it is snake's turn. Snake doesn't seem to notice Sten so much, but does notice a Sariel, because Sariel looks like a tasty treat. It's going to move forward a little bit and attack Sariel. Actually, first, Sariel, as the snake approaches you, its eyes burrow deeply into yours. I want you to make a wisdom save. Sariel rolled a 22 for her wisdom save. That is plenty. This snake is attempting to mesmerize you, but is ineffective in that. And once it does this, it attempts to bring its tail around to constrict you. It rolls a 22. Does that hit your AC? I'm gonna protect. He imposes disadvantage. This time it is a 12. A 12 would not hit my AC. Gij, you get in front of the tail as it whips around, manage to just throw it off. So now it's sort of constricting a nearby tree root. Mm -hmm. This time it brings its head down to bite at Sariel. Does a 17 hit your AC? A 17 would hit my AC. Yes. Okay, make a strength or dexterity save Is it to not be swallowed. AC or her bear AC? Bear AC. Oh, I think well, either hits. Shoot, I've just been using my standard AC. Let me double check that then, just in case the, the first attack would have hit. Ah, uh, that first attack would have hit. It would have been a 12. It would have matched me. Darn. And that makes the second attack at advantage, actually, which just makes him more likely to hit. Still, make a save to not be consumed Jesus, like, actually swallowed? My god. What were my options? Strength or dexterity? I'm gonna wrestle the snake. We're rolling strengths. Okay. Wrestle. I'm gonna look good. Oof. Yep, Sariel only rolled a 7 for strength. That does not d beat the 15 DC. You are swallowed. Okay. <laughs> you are going to take oh, no. a handful of damage as this went as poorly as it possibly can. What? Uh, you're going to take 17 bludgeoning damage as the... Snake constricts you very uh, violently, and it only lets go to bite you, which it deals 24 piercing damage with its fangs, and as you slide down its gullet, you take 7 acid damage, as Sariel disappears into the snake's mouth. This is terrible. What? Ah! This snake might explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Sten's like on the snake, like watching this happen. He's like, oh, someone's going to have to go in after that. No. I bet it's going to be me. If she turns into a bear, there's going to be pieces of snake on the back of a bear. Sorry, are you you still alive? Uh, Give me those numbers again, James. It was 17. 24 and 7. Uh, I am in the negative by, hold on, basic math, help. (laughs) I'm in the negative 4. I have 42 hit points and I took 48 damage. Right? Crap. Negative, six. Negative six. There we go. I repeat, someone's going to have to go in after that. Well, maybe you can eat the fly because you're on top of Yeah. Or maybe Eden can roast the fly like she did last time. Hesius is done with its turn. It is Eden's turn. You can still see the fluffy end of a red tail sticking out of the snake's mouth. Ah! Uh! Um. Okay, there's still one fly on the snake's head. Uh, okay, let's try and get rid of it. Otherwise, I wish I had a big axe or something so I could just chop the snake's head off. <laughs> just be aware that I'm also up here with the fly. <laughs> Sten is uh, being flung around Shadow of the Colossus style. Oh, crap. All right, I'm going to try Magic Missile. Hopefully that'll be a little more accurate. That is the, the name of Magic Missile. <laughs> you could yep. also careful spell it around Sten, right? Oh, that's true. Can I use careful spell with Magic Missile? Uh, no, I mean, magic missile always hits. Yay! Here we go. All right, let's roast at she. <laughs> and it's an eleven. I hope that's good. Are all these bolts directed at the fly? Yeah, all three magic missiles are. Uh, I'm aiming for the fly each time. Three magical lances of force come out of Eden's wand and fly up to the snake. The fly atop attempts to make the snake dodge, but the force orbs just sort of chase it around for a moment, like homing missiles, as Sten flails back and forth atop Mm -hmm. the snake's head. All three of them strike the fly, dealing 11 damage, just popping it. Little bits of green goo and black carapace fly everywhere. Oh, gross, but yay! So very much yay. You say gross, I'm like right here next to it. (laughs) The snake rears up, looking around, blinking a little bit before turning to Gige, staring down menacingly, opening its mouth again, revealing fangs, and deep inside its gullet, you can see the end of Sariel's tail disappearing inside. It hisses <coughs> at you, and we will wrap for the evening. No! I'm totally going to be going right down this thing's throat next time. With that, our heroes have freed Hesius from insectoid mind control. But can they contend with its cold-blooded instinct? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. I am kind of scared we're going to have to outright kill him now, though, and we'll never know if he could have been our buddy. I know, it's very sad. I'm still going to be trying to be his buddy, even if I do get inside his mouth. (laughs) I do want to emphasize that Helga basically explained the rules of this place. Only small mammals and amphibians are sentient so I, I i can tell that what you're trying to suggest is why are you guys so crazy to think you could be friends with just a normal snake <laughs> like thinking that we don't understand that we're we are what we're we trying to say is we want to be friends with a normal snake oh, okay gotcha i just right. assumed helga was just hella racist oh okay <laughs> <laughs> legit okay
Anybody with two nuts to rub together? No, oh, that's not a good idea. No. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Stones. Two stones. Two rocks. Two brain cells. Acorns. Sticks, because Acorn. those make fire. <laughs>